date of recording, the 7th of April, 2021. Welcome to today's episode of Let's Talk Media with Vedant Bakari. For today's episode, we're talking about Twitter. For today's episode, we have Sam Ives. Hey, Sam, welcome to the show. Howdy, Vedant. Thanks for having me. Of course, you just want to introduce yourself really quickly. Yeah. So as Vedant said, I'm Sam Ives. I'm the station manager of one of IC's radio stations, WICB. Um, senior, I'm 21. I'm 6'2". Oh, great. Now, now they, know, they know my height. I shouldn't have said that. Uh, run cross-country and track and I'm a cinema photo major. Cinema photo. So that's like one of the fancy ones, right? Well, it's not as fancy as the the BFA I that I is basically the same thing but more complex. What is BFA again? Uh, bachelor of Fine Arts. Oh yeah, that's a very fancy title. I'm just getting a normal bachelor. I'm just getting a regular bachelor in science degree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're we're just normal bachelors. Yes, we will be. <laughs> and so I just wanted to get your history with Twitter. Now that was quite a jump, but I just want to get your history with the platform of Twitter. So when did you join? I got it either, you know, senior year of high school, freshman year of college, uh, and then like didn't post a lot and then like took like regular breaks for months at a time. And then all of a sudden, I think probably like junior year of college, I just like started doing it way more often. And that and 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 I tweeted more, much more in in probably the last you know year than in all the time before that. So what convinced you to join Twitter? Was it just that your other friends had Twitter, or were you just uh, curious independently? Yeah, I got on Twitter. I guess just because it was a thing to do, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I used to use social media way like like more types of social media than i than i did before i think right now i'm really the only one that i use in any, in any capacity is twitter like instagram a little bit snapchat a little bit for like certain people but that's about it um but yeah twitter i for whatever reason it's it, it's 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 it appeals more to the older sam than the younger sam same here i mean i was all about instagram and Snapchat and even Facebook to a certain extent back in high school. And uh, today I'm mostly Facebook and Twitter and even LinkedIn. I mean, I haven't posted on Snapchat since March of 2020. So it's been a while. Yeah. Find that, yeah. O- older people like us <laughs> who've got, who are now, who are now uh, well into, well, well into our 20s, maybe. I don't know. Well enough is the right term, but solidly in our 20s, less, less, less people are using Snapchat. Yeah. That less people have been using Facebook. Twitter's where it's at. Yeah. Nobody uses Tumblr anymore ever since they, <laughs> ever since that that one, well, uh, many business decisions that they made <laughs> that fundamentally changed the app. <laughs> Hasn't seemed to work out for them, but that's not my problem. No, and I do agree that I see less and less people using Snapchat in our age group. I think it's just because I don't know. Snapchat to me seems like a very teenager thing. Yeah. Seeing people's faces all the time. Maybe, maybe living through the pandemic and having to see people's faces on the screen much more often has contributed to the decline of Snapchat, but I don't know. Maybe we're just old. Probably old. Yeah. Yeah. Say love And so you mentioned that you mostly use Twitter. So 
How much time do you spend on Twitter if you had to approximate? Mm, you know what? Let's. I can. I, I'll go into my phone right now and I'll get a number for you. Surely that's not in a day. Oh, thank God. Okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> daily. My daily average for Twitter uh, this week, at least, uh, is an hour and twenty minutes a day, which is a lot. But I saw the weekly total, and I was well an hour and twenty minutes. Multiply that by seven. Uh, that's yeah, yeah. So, but but yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a lot. It's it's still it's still a lot. It's still a lot. I know. <laughs> Do you think that's because of the pandemic? It's not even that I post a ton it's not even that i tweet a lot like maybe like once a day or i'll do like three in a day and then like not do anything for a couple days like i probably average like one tweet a day uh but it's just a, it's the quickest and easiest distraction and you know like a lot i'm you know i got i got classes i got practice i got i got work i got meetings sometimes it's you know you, you got 10 minutes 15 minutes in between them all or like Maybe you got a long class and, you know, you just won't need like five minutes to yourself. That's that's what Twitter's for. Definitely. <laughs> getting, getting distracted about something completely meaningless, being able to make an, an awful joke that will be seen by almost nobody shouting into the void just just to, you know, get through the day. That zero like squad, is that what you're talking about? Sure. I, I think I'm solidly out of the zero like squad, but I don't consistently make the double digits. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I've got, you know, like a, a just a core group of mutuals, a whole lot of people that will all, all like and retweet and see the same stuff. So I don't, I don't need an audience. So are you basically tweeting to yourself? Is that what you're saying? Not to myself. <laughs> it's it's partially to myself sure but nor normally if i make a tweet it is with the intent of it making a a just a small amount of people laugh you know like again i don't need a huge audience i don't need to go viral or anything but if i can say something dumb and get a response where if, if, if people are genuinely happy and laughing or just like sam what the fuck? Like, I get it, but why would you say that? Like, that's all I want. I just want, like, tiny pieces of validation throughout the day. Yeah, I want to go to the validation part, but you mentioned a good point about how it's just a quick place to look for funny or stupid tweets in the middle of a long class. And I think this is why TikTok is doing so well, because you can just go through a short break and go through multiple videos at once, then go back to your daily routine. You got Twitter at a relatively older age. You said late high school, early college, correct? Yeah, yeah. And so do you think that there should be an age as to, do you have a recommended age for when someone should get a Twitter or just social media in general? Because like you mentioned, some people might tweet stupid things to get attention or seek validation on Twitter or just any social media platform in general. Oh, sure. I mean, I feel like Twitter's definitely te technically you know, like a 17 plus, I think that's in their guidelines. Like, no, like it's not followed or enforced, but I think it is. I think in general, like, I mean, like kids are going to be on social media, you know, I'd say like, if, if you're a teenager, it's, it's fine to be on, mo like, you know, be on Twitter, be on Snapchat, be on Instagram, fine. But, uh, so it was, it was something that parents, you know, 
like social media is still a new thing and like parents often just still like still don't understand or don't really know how to use it at all so i i think that it would be nice if if parents did you know actually know how to use social media and were able to teach their kids how to use it more effectively or or safely i guess kids are, are gonna be on social media they're gonna be seeking seeking stuff out looking through stuff they're gonna be seeing your bullshit opinions so maybe if we as a culture were better at teaching critical thinking at a younger age then that'd help out a whole lot it's not gonna happen but mm. in in general i think that you know like it, like people can tweet some dumb shit as a teenager people will tweet stuff that the, and or or post i guess in general they'll post stuff that they will regret but also but also just being able to uh know what to do when you do regret it like being being able to take responsibility if you did say something like genuinely offensive uh knowing why it's offensive being able to admit when you're wrong or if if something's just embarrassing you know like knowing whether or not to own up to it or delete it again like that's something that people don't know how to do <laughs> and they should everybody tweets everybody posts stupid shit all the time teenagers adults and critical thinking you know and and being able to admit when you're wrong being being accountable being responsible it's something that you know we've we've all got to get better at um yeah like i i'm trying to think of like what what i was tweeting back in 2017 or whenever i started out definitely like pokemon go related content <laughs> like re retweets and stuff when when that was a thing but it's still a thing uh just uh not as much but uh i'm sure i've got dumb jokes that i like i wouldn't tell now i cringe about now i definitely like like nothing that you know like i'm uh i think is offensive i could be wrong i hope i'm not i don't think i am but you know it's out there i'm i'm fu fully aware of the fact that you know I've posted this stuff online, even though it is deleted, it's theoretically there forever. You know, someone will be able to find it if they really want to. I don't post anything that, you know, I that I wouldn't say in person to some people. And that's one of the reasons why I like having a small audience, the audience that I have. It's because like, these are the things that, yeah, I say to my friends <laughs> that I talk about with my friends. And that's the audience that I have. I try in my life to be kind to be respectful as as much as i can be just in general but some sometimes it's fun to be mean online and <laughs> if you know what you're getting into and who you're talking to again just as long as you are aware of the consequences it's one of the reasons why like i i am actively on twitter i'm publicly on twitter my account does not have my real name people know it's me but it's not my real name. It is a proxy. This, this, this is not a verified Samuel Ives. These are my tweets and, and these are my, my full opinions. Take these completely seriously. No, it's a parody account. It's satire. It's, it's jokes. And that, and that, that's, that's what I want. And I know the con, like, I guess probably the most offensive jokes I make are just like, I don't know, like a raunchy poop joke. Or I make fun of uh, a politician or or some other public figure. I don't know, but 
I, but I, again, I know the consequences. Maybe it does go viral. And then I get a whole host of people swarming the account saying, why would you say something like that? I will defend the things that I say. I'm okay. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm aware. I'm aware of what could happen and I'm okay with it. <laughs> Maybe I haven't always been, but I am now at least yeah. on Twitter. That gets me to my next point, which is echo chambers. So how do you feel about echo chambers on Twitter? I think that echo chambers are, I mean, they're not inherently good or bad. Like, uh, I'll start there. I think that the danger comes when people don't realize that they're in one. For me, what an echo chamber is, it's just, you know, you're, you're following and liking and retweeting stuff from the same people. They're doing it with you. You're all sharing the same opinions, more or less back and forth echo and i mean that that is like i my twitter the stuff that i follow the stuff i look at it is more it is an echo chamber to a great degree maybe not the strongest one ever but it definitely is one and I, again like if you go on twitter and or any anything online looking for uh, um you know uh, an an opinion seeing an opinion you'll find it and then you'll find similar ones or, or or ones that go along with that one and if you like that opinion you'll keep following it you'll keep following it you will you'll keep going and that's comfortable and people like comfort especially on something that they're using for a distraction yep so that that positive feedback of you know like they agree with me i agree with them they agree with me i agree with them and that those interactions snowballing leads I mean, it leads to echo chambers. And again, nothing inherently wrong with that as long as you recognize <laughs> that. And sure, you may not, uh, there, there, there are plenty of opinions you may not agree with. Uh, but I, I think that what, what happens a lot of the time on Twitter is people, uh, they, someone says something and someone from a different group sees that thing and says, oh my God, how could you say or think this? And sometimes that's most people would agree with that person. Sometimes they're getting upset and angry over something completely fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and it's just because, and, and it's like, how do you not think the same way that I think just like all of my mutuals, all of my mutuals think this way. Why don't you? And then that's how Twitter beef starts. And again, that like a lot of the time it's over stupid. Shit. It's like, it's very entertaining to other outsiders. Yes. I remember but, I remember in high school there were a lot of Twitter fights and in middle school and early high school there were Edmodo fights. Edmodo. Oh my god. I remember Edmodo. Oh, oh, you 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 you, you threw me right back, Madon. Edmodo. <laughs> huh. Yeah, oh. I remember some class members got into Edmodo fights. <laughs> see that that's that's the thing people will people want they want drama they want interaction some people seek out fights they want to be in them they want to watch them like the online is for entertainment it is for interaction that's that's just how it is that's just what it is and people will twitter is just an especially good place for it because it's designed for short fleeting thoughts so things that are not thought through yeah. I mean, how many characters does Twitter have now? Is it 280 now? 
It's now 280. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but that's still very short. Like Twitter was not designed to have political conversations or deep conversations because originally it was only 140 characters. It was microblogging. And so when you have that many short words, you really cannot do that. That's not what the platform is built for. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 meant I mean, well, it's like the their their story feature that they just came out with recently. Fleets. First of all. Dumb, dumb as hell. Like, I mean, sure, some people use that guess, but like, I mean, it's, it's all all the so all the social medias are becoming the same. But never mind. But they call their stories fleets. Mm-hmm. It's like it's it's fleeting. Like like it's it's not it's not it's just a you just put it out there. You throw it out there. You're not you're like you, Twitter's not meant for rational. No, <laughs> it's it's meant. It, everything about Twitter is designed to make you react and interact. And then that interaction, I mean, that builds Twitter up. And that's why so many people use it and start using it and keep using it. Yeah. I mean, the stories thing is ridiculous. I mean, even LinkedIn stories is a thing now. Like, what would oh, I, even... I thought that was a joke? No, it's an actual thing. LinkedIn stories. Oh. What would that even look like? Like, hey, I'm at work. Hey, job application. Hey, working. Like, that's <laughs> who came I, up with that? I get I, I should be on LinkedIn. <laughs> I'm not, You're I'm not. Too, I'm not. I'm too old to not be on LinkedIn. It's it's a it's a thing. We won't get into that. <laughs> Yeah, but, I, I, I just I sh- I know I should be. I just am not. <laughs> yeah, but I want to go back to the whole echo chamber thing because I agree with you so much on that. In that we're just constantly reinforcing our own beliefs that we're just polarizing ourselves further and further. I think the internet, um, like Facebook and Twitter, definitely had a part, intentionally or not, in uh, dividing us as a country and as a society in general. Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, again, echo chambers. You, you get, you can very quickly and very easily get comfortable in your own opinions, and you can feel validated in those opinions because there's a group of people around you that share them, and that's something like the the ability to to create groups like that so quickly and so um, what's the word um, sh- shallowly uh, like such shallow groups like that. It, like it's it's unprecedented like history's never had that before you know like the like not like there there's a what you can find a water cooler wherever you look you know yeah. gather like there, there's a billion online water coolers to gather around you just got you just take a step yeah and it it's just so bad now like uh with the recent 2020 u.s election uh me and my Left-leaning friends agreed that the election was not stolen, and so many people on the right were tweeting that, oh, the election was stolen because the mail-in ballots were mostly blue. And then we were we were tweeting stuff like, well, Trump said, don't vote by mail. And it's just crazy just how divided we are, even in terms of the truth. Like, what I think of opinion, I think that we all agree that something is true, but we have different opinions about the truth. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, kind of, maybe. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> I, th- I, I, th- I think I get what you're saying. We, yeah. like, the truth is out there, but what it is is not set in stone. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, I would agree with you. Um, I mean, I, 
uh, am pretty far. Uh, the, I I don't I don't really like the the political spectrum thing. You know, it's not a bar. It's not really a bar. Yeah. You know? But like, sure, I'm left. I'm far left. Ooh. But um, yes, I would I would agree with you that that the election was not stolen. It was it was not corrupt. I uh, one of the one of the most secure, safest elections we've had in years, if not ever. Like I'd agree with you there, and a whole lot of people would. But a whole lot of people don't want that to be true, because if that's true, then that leads to a whole lot of other things being true, and a whole lot of other things being false. And if you're if you don't believe in this one truth, then that means that, or if you do believe in that one truth, then all of those other things are either true or false. But if you don't want the one thing to be true, then that means that you want all those other things to be false and the other other things to be true. Mm-hmm. And so, and you want it that bad. And again, it's so easy to get validation and to get your opinions reinforced that you know you, you'll it'll just happen. You don't even have to find it. So. It, and and it's it's not all bad because it, uh, an an echo chamber if you know if you're on the fence about certain opinions and opinions don't they don't have to be politics you know it, it, yeah. it can be about fandoms i don't know uh, the marvel movies sure you know you can find yourself in a marvel movie echo chamber and i guess just learn a whole lot more about marvel movies and make opinions about marvel movies and may and then maybe that that sparks something you know genuinely exciting within you and you find out you really like that thing and hopefully you're not online about it (laughs) but uh and then maybe that you know is a source of genuine enjoyment in your life that you would not have uh had if you didn't get involved exactly and everything gets reinforced. I think as a society, we just need to come closer together to uh, respecting each other's opinion and at least understanding each other's opinion with obvious exceptions here and there. But I think we just need to come back together. People, I, I think that people, there, there's a, I, what, I, what I find is that often people think that you need to have an opinion on everything and you don't. Like if you don't know enough about something, or even if you know enough about it, but don't care, yeah, that's fine. Or and you can be wrong about things too and change your opinions. That's fine. Just the like people, if people if people care too much about the wrong things, people care about things, not other people. You know, if it. Uh, if we as a culture, a society, a world even, you know, cared more about other people than one, we wouldn't have a whole lot of, there'd be a whole lot of opinions that most people wouldn't have or would agree are ones that we shouldn't have. Um, but also, you know, you wouldn't have people getting upset over the, the, the weirdest fucking shit. <laughs> Maybe that, that uh, cut down on the entertainment factor for the, those of us on the outside of it. But uh there's all there's always entertainment to be had yeah yeah and uh i'm gonna very briefly go back on politics and pull ourselves out of it but i've noticed that and again i'm saying this because i'm i consider myself on the outskirts of a democratic moderate um is that 
I worked on the Bernie Sanders campaign, as I'm sure you know. I was a campaign moderator. And so over that time as a campaign moderator, I followed a lot of uh, Bernie Sanders supporters. And um, a lot of them are more left-leaning than me. Or even if they agree with me, I just come across their tweets all the time. And I feel like even if I agree with them all the time or most of the times or moderately, then I'll just get sick of seeing the same thing over and over again. Getting sick of the just seeing the same thing? Yeah, they're seeing the same opinion, and sometimes they can get pretty nasty when somebody disagrees with them. Sure. Yeah, there, there are there are bad people across the spectrum, like there or or people uh, who, since they've they align themselves with a a with a worldview, uh, they think that since they're in that worldview, they're right, and and all of their actions are justified. So everyone else is wrong and bad, and and then but then what turns out is that they're just bad in and of themselves. Yep. Um, that that yeah, that is something that that I guess can happen with an echo chamber is you do realize you get sick of seeing certain things. Um, I think on Twitter, I I definitely have muted words. <laughs> some some of them are are just you know from memes that I didn't care for, but I didn't want to see any more of. And so what do you think about regulating content on social media? Because I know that's been a huge controversy, especially as of late when Trump got banned from Twitter last November, I think. I think, uh, did it? I wasn't in, I thought it was in January. I thought it was like- Oh yeah, after the, the after the, after the Capitol riots, yeah. right? So January, 2021. I think, I mean, here, here's the thing. Uh, in in the, the the terms of service of, of every every social media site, you know, you got your you can't say or do this or we'll ban you, you know, and nobody reads that shit. So I I don't know the wording. I do, I just know that there's something around something along those lines. I think that some people are uh, probably banned for the wrong reasons or are allowed to stay for the wrong reasons. That like that's sure that's true. In terms of Trump getting banned, I think like. Twitter is a they are a, a private corporation. They are not like you don't have to be on Twitter. It is not a god-given right as an American or anything like that. <laughs> yes, only only Americans get God's given rights. It's like a, um, I was about to take us down a, a different tangent, but uh um like Twitter I think that Twitter was within their rights to do something like that i think and they definitely had pressure from the outside they had thousands millions of people you know saying please do this a lot of people saying that a lot earlier uh, like understandably um like it is their call and so i think that you know they're they were okay to do that they're right to do that the president of the united states should not be immune to a lot of the things that he is immune for uh, in my opinion, but I think the problem is isn't so much that Twitter can ban or or block or mute people. You know, it's who is in charge of that, and and Twitter as a private company, they like you know they hire who they want to hire, they put on their staff who they want to put on their staff, and so it's 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 up to them. And if people have a genuine problem with you know the way that Twitter is running their company, then then they're they're well within their rights to take it up with them to argue with them or or you know try to work at the company itself and try to change things from within um i th i have thought about what it would look like 
like I, I, I am largely in support of uh, more, uh, more public services in general. I've considered what a public social media, like ima imagine a, a US government social media site that all Americans are allowed to have, you know, uh, like uh, maybe at a certain age, I don't know, but it's like, yeah, maybe there's a constitutional amendment or some law written about it, <laughs> writing it into being. It it could have like think about it, you know, like there's public TV, there's public radio, it public happens. social media. I think that it's a terrible idea, but it is an idea. And for something like that, uh, would it be easier to ban Trump? Maybe. Would it be harder? Maybe. But like I, I don't even know where I was going with this. I just <laughs> just imagine it though, like like. Uh, it's it's called America, but instead of an I, it's a Y. Whoa! And, there, and there's a dot after the C. You know, a whole section of the federal government organized to to its maintenance and 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 its bureaucracy and all that. Imagine that. Where is this podcast gone? <laughs> I've got I've got thoughts on on Twitter and social media. You you you. I told you. <laughs> Again, I don't even. I I I feel like I definitely had a point, but I lost it. That's fine. I mean, who knows? Maybe. I mean, there are some things on this podcast that came right, like some things I got right with the iCarly revival and uh, COVID. Maybe this will come true. I I mean, I hope it doesn't. I think do may, do other countries have it? Maybe China. China, yeah, they have. I think it's called the Ethernet or the Great Firewall. That's what it's called. I heard that India is trying to make its own internet service. I've heard about that. I mean, they're big enough. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, yeah, I mean, the internet's been made once before. What if, every, what if, here, another thought experiment. What if every country just gets its own internet? That would be bad. What if uh, the, the Vatican gets its own internet? <laughs> I don't know. Mm, are plenty. You want to change topics? <laughs> I think we've been on this one for too long. Sure, sure. Let's let's uh, Twitter. Twitter's yes. a thing. What do you think about super followers? Do you have an opinion about that? Super followers. I saw that. I I mean, when I saw, first saw that, I was sure it was a joke. Then I saw it again, and I was like, oh, all right, it's it's a thing. I think that it's a it's it's just like fleets. It is a natural progression, but it's dumb as fuck. <laughs> like, it, like all, all, every, all the social medias, all the socials, they're, all, they're just slowly picking the features from each other that work the best, and they're adding it to themselves. Like Snapchat, they had their, they, they had their stories, and then Instagram had them, and then Facebook, uh, Twitter, I don't know who else, I don't even, I don't know, does TikTok have stories? Probably. Uh, I mean, that's the whole premise of it is just stories, basically. All right. Yeah. See, um, uh, Snapchat, you didn't used to have a chat feature. They got that chat feature, which I, I, I mean, it's comparable to like Instagram's DMs. Um, IGTV is a thing that exists that I checked out when it came out and have not used it since. Uh, but that's breaking Instagram more like YouTube. Uh, Facebook bought Instagram. And uh, but. Like it's so it's all they're all again it's just like becoming becoming each other you know and so the, like so Twitter doing this they're like following the the OnlyFans model they're following the uh, like the, the Fiverr model it's a bit out there but at the same time not really that far out there it's it's 
I mean, Instagram is basically, uh, I mean, th there's no subscription, like, like paid subscription on Instagram, at least not that I know of. Uh, but like for all intents and purposes, you know, uh, there's a whole, whole lot of, whole lot of people on Instagram that are, uh, posting for a, a very huge audience that supports them, uh, pretty strongly. Again, it's, it's not paid subscriptions like only fans or what Twitter's going to have, but it's all just getting more similar. Um, yeah. In regards to super followers, I think that if you choose to subscribe to a Twitter account, uh, for bonus extra content, go for it. I think you're probably a sucker, but go for it. There, there are plenty of ways to support your favorite creators online, Patreon, uh, Fiverr, OnlyFans. Sure. I think that a lot of creators do a whole lot more than tweet. <laughs> if you're paying for tweets, uh, you've got disposable income, my friend. <laughs> like, just everybody, want, like, everybody wants to monetize everything, you know? It's like, everybody wants, wants a piece. Everybody wants a cut. Yeah, but to make money out of everything that they can. Exactly. And this isn't exactly social media, but I read somewhere on Twitter that Wattpad, you have to pay for it starting soon or right now when everything's being monetized, even Wattpad. Well, even paying for fan fiction, I, I get that more than paying for tweets. You know, you can you can pay for, you know, original stories. You can commission original stories, I'm sure. And if you I don't know if you can now, but I'm sure you could probably do that in the future. Like that, like that's, I see that as understandable, but tweets, <laughs> tweets, you're a sucker. <laughs> you're a sucker for paying for tweets. Mm -hmm. mm. And yeah. if, you're, if your favorite creator or your favorite account, if they have a, a subscription service, then, and, and if they're not, if, if you're not getting enough content from them normally without it, go follow someone else. Yes, there's this. You'll find it. Everybody copies from each other anyway. Sometimes Twitter will recommend, you know, like topics or tabs or whatever. And I don't like it because I use Twitter for the echo chamber. It's not. It's not even that. Like I don't want to see other people's opinions. It's like they're, you know, they're like they're like Are you interested in sports teams. Are you interested in in a like this this type of music. Are you interested in 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 food? And I'm like no. I mean, yes, but no, I don't, I just don't want to see it. I wish there was a way for, to like permanently stop them from recommending other things. Every ad and every, every promoted tweet I see, I immediately, every ad immediately blocked. Every promoted tweet uh, is either blocked or muted. Depends on who it's from. I have a list. I've been doing this for a while now. I can confidently say that I have blocked 10,000 accounts just because they promoted their tweets on my timeline. Wow. And again, I don't want to see stuff that I did not sign up for. <laughs> and it's going to keep coming. I know it like, like they're like, I'm not going to block every, every, <laughs> every advertiser on the site. That's impossible. It's the principle of the thing. Is it overkill? Sure. It, is it, is, does it work? No. It's the principle of the thing. I, I haven't seen a McDonald's ad. I haven't seen a fast food ad in months. I haven't seen them. Uh, every, every new movie that comes out, blocked. If I want Godzilla versus Kong news, I'll see it in other forms. 
I don't, I, I've already seen the trip. I've already seen the movie. I don't want the extra stuff. I think the only other rant I have is the algorithm because it kind of plays into this, this whole echo chamber thing because I know somebody who follows people of different viewpoints to at least open themselves up to make them more aware of different viewpoints. But because of Twitter's algorithm, most times they don't even see those tweets. Yeah. Like, well, that, that's the thing I would love to, you know, like I'm, I'm strong in many of my opinions, many of my politics, uh, strong in my morals and my ethics and what I believe there. And I would love to, you know, convince people that I, I disagree with. I'd love to be able to share my viewpoints with them. You don't do that on social media, especially not Twitter. I've found that the, the best way to bring someone around it or really the only people that I focus around, I focus on bringing around to my point of view are my friends and family. Some, a lot of my friends more or less agree with me already. Some of them don't, uh, some, a lot, my family doesn't, but those are the people that I can affect and change. Those are the people that I love and respect and who love and respect me on Twitter. I don't love or respect anyone. <laughs> I, I say that with, with some degree of facetiousness, but you know, strangers, I'm not gonna, you know, like, I'm not going to say, hey, have you ever thought about this? And, and then expect them to then behave in, in the same rational way. I don't want to do that. I know they don't want to do that. So I'm not going to do that. And I'm not, I'm not even going to engage most of the time. When Donald Trump is on Twitter and he posts some dumb ass shit, the, like, I have a reaction, a reaction that forms immediately. And I love to post that reaction and make Donald Trump look stupid. He's not going to see it. If he, even if he did see it, he's not going to care. He's not going to change his mind. Who is that for? I tell Donald Trump that he is a, a, a f***ing moron. And sure, and who, who's going to see that? The, the only people who are going to see that are my followers who agree with me. <laughs> I try to, you know, a lot of the things I post aren't thought out a lot. Some are. I put a little bit of thought in sometimes. I try to be clever and funny. But like a lot of the time, like like my uh, opinions, are, especially around politics, they're already known to the people that are in my echo chamber. I don't need to re I don't need to reinforce them. They're just again known. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I, f I feel you. I mean, uh, Twitter is definitely not a place where I mean, maybe sometimes, but from what I've noticed, usually it just leads to more fighting here and there. I mean, Joe Biden is old and. He once joked that he's been in the government or he's been alive for 120, 140 years. And a ton of MAGA people said, oh, he has dementia because he said he's 120 or 140 years old. And I was I was so tempted to just tell them he's joking, but I didn't because I thought they were either a bot or just way too out of it. Like way too, I don't know what the right word is, but way too uh you get what i'm trying to say right well, it, i mean it, i mean we we've already mentioned it just they they want it to be true i mean i'm sure that a great number of them are you know joking themselves to their group it's not funny to you or i because he, i mean i actually i kind of think it's a little funny not gonna lie uh i didn't laugh but i snorted nose i snorted the air out of my nose a little bit um but yeah, you, you're you're like you. If you come back saying, "Don't you get it's a joke, you idiot?" What's what's that gonna do? Like, there's a time and a place to make uh, you know, people uh, to roast them, to lambaste them, uh, to call them out. Uh, 
absolutely there's a time and a place for that on online but a lot of the time it's not it's not worth it no it's it shouldn't be as hard as it is to be the bigger person <laughs> <laughs> like it's very easy in theory but in practice ooh, it's so easy to just you know five seconds you've typed a, you type something you can send it right away I feel like when it comes to politics, I don't know if it's because of the pandemic and all this health reign that 2020 uh, did upon us, but I'm kind of burnt out on just tweeting or posting about politics. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, because it's, again, it just gets, get, uh, when, when talking about Twitter, it's, it's inevitable that, that Trump will be brought up and it, like the things that that he said and did, you know, sat is satire can't it couldn't keep up with that. And and like at least for me, like that's the, the most of the the jokes that I make are some are laced with facetiousness, uh, with satire, and trying to make comments on what's going on in politics when what's going on in politics is bad crazy. Like it's very difficult. I'm not get. I'm. It's not my job or anything. So you just don't want to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I feel like when it comes to not just politics but any kind of uh, disagreement, then most of the times I've noticed where opinions can be changed one way or the other is just talking about it in person. That's how it's worked for me a bunch of times. Very rarely over social media. Exactly. Just. Like it all comes down to genuine love and respect. And like, if you don't, if you don't love and respect someone, you're not, you're not going to hear them out. So yeah, like, like I, I have family members who disagree with me because they're more conservative. And I have a couple of good friends at Ithaca College who are conservative and disagree with me, but uh, we just sometimes have a civil conversation. And sometimes we switch our opinion one way or the other. And other times we just agree to disagree at the very least. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There are, you know, some like there there are some Republican and Democrat. Well, I, I shouldn't say Republican and Democrats because they're both, you know, they're a lot more similar than than most people want to believe. But like the, you know, there there are parts. Uh, there are people on the left, people on the right who, you know, their their views oppose, but they can theoretically, you know, coexist. I mean, when it comes down to you know, social issues. A lot of the time, they can't. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I wish I had an example. But yeah. I have a, I have a good example. It's like, uh, you know, when it comes to stuff like I don't know LGBT rights, and I cannot agree to disagree with you on that. But literally any other issue other than that, I can agree to disagree on social media or just in real life. Mm. All right, so let's delve into Ithaca College Twitter. I see Twitter. Yes. What do you think about Ithaca College's, and again, this is when we say Ithaca College Twitter, not affiliated with the actual college. This is more about uh, the students and sometimes alumni of Ithaca College and how they react and post on Twitter. So pretty interesting here, Sam. Wouldn't you agree with Ithaca College's Twitter culture? I, I yeah, I, I have great fun. <laughs> I think that, I mean, I don't know if it's come, I don't know if it's because of the pandemic, but uh, there have been a lot of people that I, I, I guess I don't even I don't know if I can say that I know, but at least a lot of people that I interact with now that I didn't 12 months ago 
And that's solely because like someone that I follow on Twitter, someone I'm close to, you know, likes a batch of tweets. I see those think, wow, those are some nice tweets. Oh, they're all coming from one person. Oh, they're, 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 they're mutual, not a mutual. They're someone that this person follows. I'll follow them. And then soon that person does the same thing. And I'm like, okay, I'll branch out a little bit. And pretty soon I got people, you know, five, six, seven <laughs> follows down the line that like I would never uh, know about in any capacity that I just, that just, we just have a Twitter relationship. <laughs> say, say what you will about an echo chamber. An echo chamber can contain people from all around. It can, it can ally people together who would not normally have found each other. But uh, no, I mean, I, a, a lot of uh, the people in IC Twitter, you know, uh, at least in, in, my, in my neck of it, uh, a lot of agreements, uh, a lot of reinforcement, a lot of people, you know, liking each other's stuff const- uh, consistently. Um, a lot of the same types of jokes. Yeah. Uh, I think that something that is nice about, you know, a, a, like a group of people all, you know, at the same institution uh, a bunch of them taking the same or similar classes and having similar experiences. I mean, be, you know, being in an online community as, as loose as it is, you know, that help like that helps people get through, you know? Yeah. Um, you can tell jokes and, and share arguments about, you know, shared stuff, very niche stuff. So like, a, like a ton, a ton of the jokes I make, you know, or would net like if I was if I you know had a hundred thousand followers, and if I were to make that joke, it would get twenty likes, <laughs> and I make that same joke with the uh, I don't know one hundred and fifty two hundred followers I have now, and it get twenty likes. <laughs> it's about a specific person or thing that only those people can relate to, and I like that. It's fun. <laughs> it is a lot of fun, and I have to mention that. Uh, Ithaca College's Twitter culture, the student cult, the students' Twitter culture is very jokey. I mean, not all the time, but you can tell that they're obviously getting at least most of the time, and it's just so chillaxed. That yeah, that is the other thing. Like uh, like my brand of humor, uh, a lot of it is based in in satire. It is based on me saying things that I don't mean, <laughs> or <laughs> like. But so it needs to be understood a lot of the time. That like, yes, I said that, but I obviously did not mean it. Then knowing that these people around me are going to understand that and I don't have to explain it is nice. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, let's see here. Um, I, I made a joke a couple weeks back saying, finished my e-portfolio and then I shared a, a, a Wojak, a wrinkly old Wojak image to go along with it. You know how I said that a, a very specific joke like that would, would get 20 likes? Yeah. That one got 18, and I wasn't even thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> um, uh, okay, I guess, hmm, yes, this isn't even satire. This is just dumb shit. I can't even, uh, here, something else relatable. Went to Ithaca Reuse looking for a toaster. Left Ithaca Reuse with a lawn chair. Still can't heat up morning waffles, but at least now I can sit down six inches off the ground. <laughs> 35 likes. Not bad. Not 35. bad. Don't message me via my Ithaca email because I will take three days to send a seven word reply. <laughs> Double digits again. <laughs> Slack correspondence at midnight on a weekday and I share a photo of a uh, naked Drake without any bits. 
I have a question. Have you ever deleted tweets or do you just keep them? I I keep uh I don't think I've deleted tweets uh, in years. Uh I think I definitely like I probably back when I like started using Twitter a bit more regularly in the middle of college, I might have gone back and like deleted like, you know, like Pokemon Go retweets, stuff like that. But like I've never deleted a tweet because, you know, like I felt it was offensive or wasn't funny there are plenty of tweets uh that only have like one like zero likes three likes i'll leave them up um oh i delete my zero like i will completely admit to doing that like if it gets zero likes and i delete it here here you know what here here's a satirical tweet that didn't get any likes <laughs> what hedge funders are tanking and la is 50 degrees this sure is biden's america way to go joe that was uh the first week of Biden's presidency back in January. That should have gotten at least one like. Would you say that just any college Twitter account or Ithaca College specifically, do you think it can get very negative and self-deprecating at times? Oh, sure. I know. I mean, sometimes it's someone's brand of humor. Sometimes it's just the way that people talk. Uh, like, I can think of a couple people who I've, I've definitely talked with and, like, they're very uh, self-deprecating but like I know them more in person and maybe they're, you know, not completely put together, but they're a bit more put together than their tweets would have you believe. I think, I think also like uh, when, when on Twitter and when you have like, and when you have a not serious account and, you know, sometimes, sometimes people tweet things for attention, but like, if you don't like, if you don't know the person and if you don't know like what the intent is or the tone behind it, then it's best to just, let it be, you know, like some people will get involved in drama just for the sake of getting involved in drama. That's, that's just some people's thing. Yeah. But, I know them. I went to high school with a couple of them and they're like exactly like how you describe them. Some of them. Yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned the whole not using your real name thing. And that's a real problem with IC Twitter culture because half of them don't have names in their profile and I don't know who they are. Well, that's the thing. Do you need to know who they are? I need to know if I know them in real life because sometimes it's happened. I remember this one woman who I talked to a couple of times in class and then her Twitter profile did not have her picture or even a real name. And then it took me a few weeks to think, oh, that's you. Uh, I mean, sure. But like, I mean, if someone wants to be like that private and if they and if they if they're only comfortable with sharing their actual identity with you. In, in passing or whatever, or later, then, I mean, I don't know, nothing, nothing wrong with that to me. Fair enough. Something else that I, I love about IC Twitter, or just the, the community of mutuals that I have gathered for myself, is that I have gotten uh, called, not called out, mentioned, noticed, seen in unexpected places. And for for example uh at least twice at least twice it might be it might be more but definitely at least twice i can confirm i have uh matched with someone on tinder because of twitter what <laughs> because we recognize each other from twitter and are like oh i kind of know you you're all right you're funny <laughs> or no, 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 no. That one, one time it was a match. The other time 
uh, someone that uh, we, we had just stopped talking, you know, as happens. After months of not talking, she texted me saying, hey, I like your Twitter. <laughs> Out of the blue, no prompting. I don't even know what I tweeted, but like, I, but like <laughs> I like your Twitter. And then we started talking again. <laughs> nice <laughs> it's stuff like that or like at or like at Wegmans hey I know you I like your Twitter it's the funniest thing <laughs> like my time it's like a tiny celebrity sighting <laughs> it happens to me too but uh when I used to use Snapchat I was just at this random Starbucks in downtown Ithaca and the cashier was like hey I follow you on Snapchat <laughs> like okay cool Cool, 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 cool. That I'd be much less comfortable with. Or or I guess the only people I Snapchat I'm much more particular. Like the only people that I have on Snapchat are like people that I actually genuinely know IRL. Yeah. <laughs> I, real real name on Snapchat. And I only use Snapchat to talk in two group chats and with like two other people besides that. Like it's that's it. <laughs> I'm <God>. almost out. <laughs> I've almost left Snapchat. Once I graduate, I might be able to. <laughs> oh, no, I actually left Snapchat. I mean, I only have it because uh, people Snapchat me maybe once or twice a month. I don't even have streaks anymore, but. Oh, not uh, yeah, neither do I. Just just with one one person, but that's that's it. <laughs> yeah, but I think it was just because I remember uh, freshman year orientation. And even just before coming to college, people were adding each other on Snapchat, Instagram like crazy. I think my... My follower amount on Instagram doubled over the summer before college. And I think same for Snapchat. And, you know, we we met uh, in Instagram and on Snapchat and then never met each other ever again. So that's probably one of the cases with uh, the cashier at Starbucks. In Instagram is the one where I'll do that. Like my Instagram's on public. So like you don't you like you, you can see my stuff right away. I, I don't really like I don't post on Instagram. I think the, my last post is from like September, like at least half a year ago anyone can see who I am on Instagram. That's yes. the most, that's the most, uh, uh, you know, professional, uh, account that I have. And, uh, although it's not, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you said that you were spotted a couple of times in unexpected ways on icy Twitter culture, I thought you were going to talk about, uh, at icy crushes. <laughs> oh, that uh, that's happened too. I I was I have been on icy crushes. Uh, I want to explain what it is to those who don't know. So icy crushes cool. is this Twitter account for Ithaca College students to anonymously confess their crushes. Like, hey, I like this person. Then icy crushes tweets it out. I only remember one, and it's because they mentioned my ass. So I'm I'm a skinny guy. I'm tall and skinny. Uh, but for my proportions, I have I'm aware. I know this, a decent sized ass. This is something that I know and I'm proud of. And when, so when I get validation for it online, that, go, that goes in, that, 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 that fills the head. That fills the head a little bit. I see crushes. It's this place where I see students can anonymously admit feelings. Do you think that it can get out of hand sometimes? I mean, sure. I, I mean, most of the time it's, it's harmless. Uh, like I, I love it when my friends are featured and I can like screenshot the tweet and like send it to them. Like, Hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> someone, someone, you have, you have an anonymous crush. Uh, like that's a fun thing. 
I think I did see like one one recent tweet where it's like I want these two people to have a threesome with me, and I was like, and and something like that. It's like, yeah, glad I wasn't mentioned in that. <laughs> but I I don't know if Icy Crushes is moderated in any way. It probably it's probably not. Probably not. I think I think if someone said something like particularly like awful or raunchy, they probably wouldn't put it up. But then it, like I don't know. I don't know how it works. I don't know either. And. Uh, I've heard and I've even seen that it can go too far sometimes where they like, for example, specifically with the women at IC, it can get really creepy at times the way they submit compliments to them. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I guess I, sh- I should have said I personally have not been, you know, subject to harassment or felt uncomfortable by it. But yeah, like uh, even like like I mean, well, obvi- like obviously like a threesome is, is a pretty, uh, I guess strong thing to say that you want to do with two strangers uh but yeah for for women on the internet just in general i think that a lot of the comments that i that i'm okay with and that i would read about myself they they would it's not it's it's one of those things again like just like with twitter you know banning people like in like at that scale it's like whoever is in charge you just gotta you know hope and trust that they do actually have you know, people's best, in, like the general public's best interests in mind. Does Icy Crushes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> this means, uh, I don't know. For anyone um, who is thinking about submitting to Icy Crushes and you're not sure uh, if what you're going to say is good or not, if you should say it, uh, substitute my name in there. And then... DM me and say, how was that? I'll tell I'll tell you whether or not it was okay. Yeah, and I know you're being sarcastic there, but I think my general rule is that if you can't say it to their face, then just don't say it on Twitter. There you go. All right, so Sam, do you have anything else to say about Ithaca College's student Twitter culture? Like my tweets, even the bad ones. What's your Twitter handle? My Twitter handle is... <laughs> you don't remember your Twitter handle? No. <laughs> <laughs> I changed it. Uh, my Twitter handle is Samuel underscore Burrito. All right, Sam Ives, thank you so much for agreeing to be on this episode of Let's Talk Media. I really appreciate it, especially because you're currently the station manager of a college radio station. So thank you. Yeah, and I talked very professionally this entire podcast. As professional as you can be on a podcast. I, t- I, I, talk, I talk honestly. I, I and, and I'm aware of what I'm saying and I will own up to what I say. I will be accountable for the things that I say. All right, Sam, thank you so much for agreeing to be here. No problem, Don.